everybody. I am not Ray DeVito. Welcome to Insufferable Bastards. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. So joining us for this very special broadcast is Mr. Obnoxious John. Hello, OJ. Good morning, gentlemen. And then this guest asked to be introduced separately because it's a big deal. Ladies and gentlemen, Corn Diff. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Corndiff. How the hell are you? Doing great. How are you, sir? Not bad at all. Thanks so much for joining us. So, oh, Brian, that's Corndiff. Corndiff, that's Brian. Hello, hello. And you know OJ, I I presume. Yes, yes. Hi, OJ. So I appreciate you guys for being here. Uh, I am uh, not a funny dude. I am a boring guy with no personality, but I am a fan of the movie One Too Many, written, produced, music provided by a one stuttering John. Who isn't a fan of the movie One Too Many? That's the question. Corndiff, have you seen One Too Many? I have not. I have not yet seen it. I've heard about it and looked it up, and it, does, it didn't seem to get real good reviews from what it's I'm a, seeing here. It's definitely a low-budget movie, but we're going to do this evening or this morning. Hold on, I got a call. Thank you very much. Uh, the Rabbi, Dabbler's Unanimous, who comes in and out of the Dabbleverse, at one point left this gift of the DVD commentary track to one too many. So the plan is to go over about the first, let's say 40 minutes of it. I'm not gonna do the whole thing because I'm not sure if this is gonna work. The video quality is not the best. I am a moron. And so we're gonna try to do it maybe in snippets. Maybe this will be a three-parter. Maybe it'll be one and done. I don't know. But we're of course gonna rely on uh, Corn Diff and Obnoxious John to provide uh, any any funny. And if it's not funny, you can blame them because me and Brian are not funny dudes. But do, do, should we go over? The, should we talk about the plot of One Too Many for a second, or does it matter? Sure. Um, yeah. It's it's go for it. Do you know the plot? No, I have no idea. No, I do. It's uh, Stuttering John plays Tom, a struggling actor who wants to find a girlfriend who will welcome other women into their bedroom for a threesome. Essentially, it's one man's search for a threesome. That's one too many. The commentary track that we're going to hear, it's Stuttering John and the movie's director, an actor actually, Michael DiLorenzo. He's best known for his role as Detective Eddie Torres on the old show New York Undercover on the Fox network that was from the 1990s. Brian and I months and months and months ago reviewed One Too Many. We did like a serious review of it because this is essentially a movie review podcast. Uh, So if you want to go back and and look at that, you can. We didn't provide any video, which really made people angry in the comments. But I guess without further ado, unless anyone has any questions, maybe we'll just start it. Let's get into it. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. One too many DVD commentary. Bear with me a second as I find it. I assume everyone can see that. Yep. Just keep that, okay? Okay, right, so cool. so now tell me, you know, when we should start talking. Alright. Hey, uh Michael, I just I don't know if you know this is this is actually my band playing here. Can we okay, maybe turn it up a little bit? Yeah, this is I mean I, I wrote this song no. uh, you know for the movie. Oh, for the movie, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, it's not true. It was one of my first songs in my first bands, and I didn't, I didn't write it at all. But it was my singer that wrote the song. His name was Alex Mom. And there, look at so wait, he just claimed this is my song, but he didn't write it. Trust me, I was there. I know. 
But Jeffrey Ross, he, he does a great job. We'll see. Oh, Susanna Malone, a beautiful woman. Oh, and what a great actress. And, uh, thank God. Yeah, John, can you not hear it? Because I, I don't want to proceed if, if the audio is so low. If you can't hear it, let us know in the chat if it sucks. I said that because she is my wife. Which means I might get sick. Uh, I might get sick. <laughs> I might get sex this year. <laughs> it always comes down to that, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, there's All Timothy right. Andrew Edwards. Did a great job on the on the um, on the score. Yeah, it is so, really low. Also on the the stream. So happy with her because she allowed me to drink and smoke during the whole editing session. Yes, you did. And Massimo, who yeah. was our. Well, if it's too low, if people can't hear it, it is low. Kinky low. Kinky Loco says it's low. So, so you can, you can that's hear the it. end of the broadcast. <laughs> you can hear it, but I guess the question for the people listening, like uh, Kinky Loco out there, if if you could hear it well enough. No, okay, it's not working. I, I did a lot of according stuff. to Kinky Loco. So everybody, I want to uh, thank you for joining us for this episode <laughs> of Insufferable Bastards. Uh, this is a failure, uh, much like uh, Stuttering John and his movie. We had a lot of great content planned, uh, but none of it's going to work. So uh, good luck and God bless. Anything you guys want to talk about? Maybe we'll just totally switch gears. Yeah. What, so, um, okay. Well, the big news right now is Chad uh, Zumak and his possible lying and making up of this whole beatdown, beatdown Zumak. Um black eye and uh you got the guy here in cleveland that came out and said hey this isn't the first time this has happened he made up a story about me sending people to go kick his ass uh that's pretty big news it's uh, i don't know if you guys want to talk about that or we could even talk about stuttering john who is making an apparent return very soon he's been teasing on twitter that he's he's gonna come out and talk a lot of junk about people and uh so well, yeah, I mean, let's let's ask Corn Diff as the man who interviewed or the corn who interviewed Chad Zumach famously a few months back. An interview that I thought was misinterpreted a little. I thought you did a fine job interviewing him. I thought Chad was being funny by playing up his anger. But anyway, what is your take on what's happening with Mr. Chad Zumach, who will go live, I think, at 1 p.m. today for sit down Zumach or Kumia's Cucks or one of those on YouTube? the the more he talks the less i believe him um it, it seems like there's something that pops up every day that kind of goes and puts me more in the in the court of not believing him uh that that radio guy from cleveland i think rover it was, the, rover yeah that listening to that uh i mean it's just it's not looking good for him um but we'll see yeah, yeah, I and totally I, agree. I totally agree that the more he speaks, the more BS seems to come out. And, you know, with liars, that's what happens. You know, the more lies you tell, the harder they are to keep track of. And the more you talk, the more the truth comes out. And uh, yeah, that's what I think is going on with, with uh, Chad. Okay, I have a question. Does that matter to any of you guys? Because I think this is brilliant. If he did, if this is all his plan... This is brilliant. Um, what do you mean his plan? Like, 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 like if he did you, all I mean, this you, to get, we can we can establish that he's, he something did. He was injured, right? We're, we're... Yes, I mean that's. I mean he has a real black eye. That's not fake. Um, however, he got it, and if he's blaming 
whatever he's blaming, Steel Toe, Kumia, whatever that is. I mean, he's genius. Like, if this is his way to get more people, I don't know. Like, I'm this it's is working. the greatest storyline that I've listened to in I, a long time. I just have a hard time giving him that much credit. I don't. I don't think he's smart enough to do the that. The only thing that I, I agree. Well, see, that's why I think it's kind of real because I just he's not a smart guy. I'm not right. saying he's not criminal. I'm not saying he's not insane. I'm not saying everything that people have said. And it does look not look good that with the whole Rover story and the other uh what was it on uh Cardiff's post Cardiff guys, stream what, yesterday. Yeah, you guys went over all those texts that he sent someone yesterday I mean, was, being Saturday, March eleventh. It was just crazy with the stuff against Chad. But I'm going by just a casual listener. I'm the guy that doesn't know anything about this verse. And I'm Don't tell obnoxious John that. That makes him angry. Well, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, no, that's just not. That's not. I true. can't be truthful. That's the problem with this dabble verse. You can't have an opinion. You can't like no, say I don't like this and I don't like opinions. that. Well, the problem is, is if I don't agree with you, you guys all are going to attack me. That's but, not true. No, there's a whole there's a whole anti. Well, it's uh, proven. You guys all attacked Chad. I mean, I'm just kidding. Um, but that's the thing. I think this is brilliant. I think if he's doing all of this, if he if he's dumb enough to take out practically take out his eye just to get more Patreon views and more. That is genius. Well, well, the part that people are questioning is whether somebody said don't F with Kumia, right? That's that's what we're questioning here. And I guess I'm whether he was no, actually I'm attacked. Spears. I'm with Spears. I think this whole thing could have been just that, this, this plan. I mean, th here's the thing. He, he came out before the black guy on air and said that someone sent him a picture of his place, which set yes. this whole thing up. So did Chad give himself a black eye on purpose or... oh, man, i can't wait till clint eastwood directs a movie about this like there's a whole conspiracy <laughs> about this this is like incredible i mean if he is i mean wasn't there somebody really like i just saw on the news or in youtube somewhere it popped up there was a podcaster stalker attacked him yeah, and all this stuff so this Sexy is like story. real news stuff this is real deal like if any of this is true people it's are scary. killing podcasters it's yeah. finally happening but if if Chad's like, hey man, this is a way we're going to be targeted like, for fucking up the one too many commentary for a second. Bob Levy's been nice to uh, Chad. Kevin's a little on his side. I mean, it's it's you know everyone's rooting for Chad right now, in the sense that they hope he didn't really get beat. But I find this, if any of this is fake, the guy's like he's a genius. Yeah, and I guess like for the record, like I I I, I exchanged. Uh, emails with the public information officer of the Tampa Bay Police Department put an FOI request for body cam footage uh, calls for service 911 calls anything like that and they're saying uh whatever I'm requesting it, they're not saying it doesn't exist but they're saying there's no documents or audio files or anything like that that matches what I've requested uh, I don't know where this took place. It could be I'm providing the wrong address. And my motivation in, in doing that, not to screw up Chad or to catch Chad in a lie, <clears throat> I did it from the, and oh man, my voice is dying. Motivated by the fact that if somebody attacks a comedian in the way that Chad described, well, yeah, there should be eyeballs on it. There should be news stories on it. I emailed two reporters at the Tampa Bay Times to say like, hey, look, there's allegations out there right in your backyard of a comedian who, who claims he was attacked because of online beefs he has 
with uh, other podcasts, not necessarily saying other podcasts do it, but he was claiming that these attackers were somehow using that as a justification for violence against him. And if that's the case, then the public has a right to know what's happening. Here's, here's now, where now, since just, then, it's it's come out that there's this whole Rover thing and Rover's allegations saying that Chad made this, these right. accusations before. So we'll see what happens there. But I do think it's important to get also, to the bottom. Also, how Chad, if he did use the exact same storyline he used years ago. I mean, that is so Chad, too. Like, he's just ripping himself off. That's and, genius. And that's where, I, no, this is where I disagree with you. I, I don't think it's genius. I think it's the mark of a con artist. You know, a sloppy like, one. Isn't that everybody on YouTube to a certain Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Every entertainer, uh, every grifter. And if know, he is a con artist, channel, it's working in the sense that- credit cards and steals liquor and steals blenders. And I, yeah, I, Shit I, happens. Genius. Mr. Be I, Nice, the new Clint Eastwood movie, The Tool. Tim Downs. Chad definitely was caught stealing someone's catalytic converter. That's my favorite scenario. Had exhaust carbon on his tiny upper lip. That's fascinating. Oh, converter gate. I like that. There's a whole new name out there. Uh, the other thing, and again, I apologize. This was supposed to be us listening to the DVD commentary, not milking Chad Zumok's altercation for views and comments. I do apologize. Uh, this is a grift right here, right? I'm not that we're monetizer can collect any money. But the, the one thing I wanted to say and defend and put on the record publicly, Ray DeVito had nothing to do with this. I don't know about that. Corn Diff keeps spreading that. What do you mean, OJ? This is really I mean, what we, I, I, I got you guys in here. To, to catch you in your lies. There's no DVD commentary. I knew it wasn't going to work. I want to defend Ray DeVito's name to you, Corn Diff, who I have a lot of respect for, and to Obnoxious John for the lies you've been spreading about the great Ray DeVito. Patreon.com, Ray DeVito. Although, if it was Life Ray, Life Without that would Balconies be awesome is now too. available on Sirius Satellite Radio. Can we Ray agree? Ray is Can an we... Italian guy from Cleveland. So, I mean, oh, that would be so awesome. Ah. Uh. That would drive up Ray's numbers. Ray should take credit for this, and his Shuley Network show will go off the roof. He should totally lean into it. We got yeah. a comment. Go I ahead. Go ahead, Corndiff. I apologize. The main the made man, Ray DeVito. Corndiff, what did you say? I stepped on you. Uh, no, I was just saying, yeah, it, it, I, was never, I was never really – I didn't dislike Ray, but I wasn't really a fan of his. But when he lost his shit on Chad that day. I, I became a fan of Ray. Is that not the Ray we want? That was amazing. I love we seeing, that seeing him stand up for himself. I yes. I don't like I, the Ray that's like like oh no let's not go there you know I like that guy he, you know let me Hulk. talk just a little shit about him but let me no you know what let's not let's back off I like that Ray that we got that day he yeah, was well, energetic exciting and I, I I loved it. The Ray that I love is just is just Ray. I mean, when he was on with uh, Cardiff mouthing the words to his stand-up special, he played a clip and he was mouthing the. It was I love that guy. I want. I wanted funny. to just. I just want to give him a big hug. But uh, Tardif Epileptic says that NLO <laughs> nobody likes onions episode last night was incredible. I did not see. I don't. I didn't think he went live last night. I know he. I thought two nights ago, he uh, talked about how he has some results from the private investigator. He is hired, he being Patrick Melton, but I thought he wasn't prepared to uh, share it yet. 
uh, but I could be wrong. I could easily be wrong because this, this stuff moves fast. Both sides will be destroyed, but they did it to themselves. Let me read that again because I interrupted the comment. Tardif Epileptic says, that NLO episode last night was incredible. Both sides will be destroyed, but they did it to themselves. He dropped it yesterday. Okay, yeah. I'm. I, I, are you talking? Is it on YouTube, Tardif, or is it on uh, what is Overdose? Is his his server paywall thing? Uh, I do. I, I've become probably like many of you. I'm a huge fan now of NLO. That guy. It makes me want to just give up what we're doing here. Why should we even buy? I can't even get the one too many commentary soundtrack to play properly. Although OJ, you told me it was playing. I, I tested it before we went on. I did hear it, and you know what? I think if. Uh we should set this up for another day when you guys are free and uh, we'll fix the audio and get back into it. Yeah, I could, I could, I mean, I don't know if I want to spend my day doing it, but I can boost the audio, but who wants to If you to want to send that? me the link, I, I have uh, time today. I could do, I could take care of that. Okay. I'm going to do that. I'll share it with you as, as soon as we get off. And I think we're going to wrap it up right now because I'm depressed, angry, and I've got a sty or pink eye. I don't know what's going on. My eyes, get my eyeballs going to fall out. You're we trying for the Chad lookalike. Very, very we haven't even been on for 20 minutes. I say we stay on just for a little while. We we came on. We got the great corn diff to make an appearance. I got dressed for this. He got dressed for this. He buttered himself up. I mean, I think uh, I think we should stay on for a little while longer. We, okay, there's a lot to talk you're about. Always nagging not me. Even, not even just Chad. I mean, like I said, so Kinky Loco. I saw in the chat. And hello, everybody in the chat. Tim Downs. I see you in there. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, Kinky, Mr. Be nice, Mr. Be nice. Kinky is, a funny is the dude. first one to say this that that I've seen that he does not think that John is even coming back. He thinks he's full of shit. I yeah, all right. So I yeah, I have no opinion on that. I I can't predict uh, stuttering John. I, I never would have predicted stuttering John would have end up where where he is. You know, so I have I have no opinions and, and no ability to forecast what stuttering John is going to do. So. I'll believe anybody for five minutes on that. Corndiff, do you think Stuttering John's going to come back? I, I don't know. He he said something about an announcement, or he was teasing a return, like it feels like two months ago, and just nothing came from it. So it's, it's you kind of get tired of him making these announcements and nothing happening. In that particular announcement, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I can be wrong. His announcement was made in the context of attacking Casey Armstrong. Is that correct, OJ? That's what it New show soon like. on Herpes, he was alleging. Herpes, right? Wasn't he's calling him whoever he's talking about, Herpes Boy. And we could all assume it's Casey because Casey just came back. He's been talking a lot of junk about John, the tr talk, talking a lot of truth about John and what he did at the Stern Show, which was you know, be a goofball and a phone secretary, basically, who couldn't do anything right, which we all knew. But John being John, you know, he's hearing someone tell the truth. Um, and I, it's got to be Casey. That's that's who it has to be. So but my point being, he makes this even if it's not Casey, whoever it is, it was John responding emotionally to something that bothered him. And that's what makes me doubt whether it's whether there was any truth to it, where he just lashes out emotionally. And just said that to say it on Twitter. You know what I mean? Maybe he had a few in him. I don't know. You know what I mean, Corn what? Just to stir up something. Yeah. I there was know. also uh, 
Benji was always rumored to have herpes on the show. Mm-hmm. Like they always brought up Benji's herpes and he would always deny it. So I, I might mean, have herpes right now. I mean, I'm a happily married. I don't know what I got going on. Yeah, Does but herpes go to your herpes? John, herpes on my head. John has already talked about that. About okay. Benji. Okay. All right. I just, yeah. you know, again, as no, a casual yeah. guy, I didn't, when they say, you know, because I would think he would insult Casey in other ways. Which you he know, has. If, if you're going to like try to say that it's Casey, you know, like the herpes thing would make me think of Casey because he never gave it to me. Uh, Aaron, is it Imholt or Imholt? I never know how to say his name. I apologize. Yeah, pretty sure it's Imholt. Girdle for man boobs. Hey, why aren't you guys wearing bras? I thought all podcast hosts wore bras under their shirts. I could probably use one. And Corndiff, I'm not sure. Are you wearing a brassiere or some kind of support? <laughs> so we did a show last night. And I, don't, I don't believe B. Dorable was wearing a bra last night. No, she puts it all out there. Kinky Logo, he is referring to Casey. John is upset because Casey had the Radio Gunk team behind his comeback. Yeah, Radio Gunk pulls some weight, huh? They're like the sleeping giants out there. Well, they're definitely respected by, um, it seems to be respected by the former Stern Show employees. So... Right, and they have a, a loyal fan base, too, who is active. Mr. Be Nice, I know it's not sanitary, but I like to watch the poop go down the bowl. Hashtag converter t- converter gate, sorry. Tim Downs, do you say bye, Chad? Aaron Imholt's girl for man boobs. Can we send one of Aaron Imholt's bras to John? It will make his show more fun. Thank you, chat, for bailing us out, <laughs> being funnier than I could ever be. Corndiff, I, I have followed you from afar. It is a pleasure to have you on this stream and to meet you, at least virtually. Thank you. Uh, of it's course, to be here. You've had, you had the Chad Zumach interview. You have some gameplay on your channel, which I've tuned into uh, once in a while. And then you had the Gino Bisconti interview. Now, I know even bringing up the man's name can cause ripples and comments and blowback, I guess, uh, did you receive any negative feedback? Did anyone try to swat you because you had Gino Bisconti on? He, he's sort of a polarizing figure from what I gather in this. Atta- well, it's not the Dabbleverse at all, but you know what I'm saying. Dabbleverse of Jason, I guess. But yeah, no no, no real blowback, uh, luckily. But he, he, he does seem to have quite a few people that don't like him. But um, he seems perfectly fine to me. I've had no, no problems. He's, he cracks me up. Yeah, and he. What was your impression of his personality during your interview? Uh, and he, and comparing that to his personality when he's on his show. He he was he was more calm than on his show. I feel like when he's on his show, he's 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 on and he's trying to move from one thing to the next, keep it going. But he 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 actually um, he he gave me more chances to speak during the interview um, on my show, but. He, uh, he's got a fast paced show, so uh, I'm just not used to that. Uh, Mr. B nice says uh, Gino's harmless. Yeah. I thought he came across reasonable and, uh, a, a far cry. Yeah. He does have a habit. I mean, he just, he's done it to Kevin Brennan before they've had their, their blowout. And I think he even did it when he was on Artie's, he, he would kind of talk to the point of 
maybe some listeners were turned off by the amount of verbiage that was coming out of his body. He just would not stop talking, right? Is that sort of a fair? I'm not terribly familiar with Gino. I've only seen In Hot Water maybe clips of it. So he's, I'm talking from a place of ignorance and admitting that openly. I, I think that's a good assessment. So, and you know, there was a great Husey episode this week. I would have had it prepared to share clips with. We're sort of switching gears here back to Chad Zumach. But I thought Aaron was on there. Uh, Stevie Lou was on there. And uh, they talked about really good stuff, none of which I can remember at the moment because uh, I wasn't prepared to talk about it. But everyone should check out the latest Husey uh, broadcast. I El Horrible the... was also on that yes. broadcast. That's right, El Horrible. And I watched the 47-minute clip on YouTube. Uh, a very funny... Maybe I'll just... You guys, talk amongst yourselves. I'll go try to find it. Yeah. I apologize again for this uh, unprofessional behavior, but I blame OJ, who told me the audio was not only fine, it was crystal clear. <laughs> right so before what? we went live, OJ, how dare you? That I, I will take the blame. That's my fault. I'm a horrible producer, even though I'm not producing. The hell's Husey's, uh, uh Oh, my God. Who are all these other Husey's? There's more Husey's? There's one Husey, YouTube. <laughs> Brian, you got any movies coming out you can talk about? I know you, you, the Keanu Re uh, Reeves movie you worked on is getting a re-release. Can you talk about that at all? It's, it's regarded as like one of the worst movies of all time, but apparently it was robbed in editing. Uh, it was a movie called Exposed, which I thought was awesome that I had worked on the worst movie of that year. Like I was actually thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Uh, but yes, it was taken away from its director. He tried to get the name changed. It was a much different movie, and the producer's... Uh, turned it back into more of a Keanu Reeves movie where he had a in you know working on the movie he had a much smaller part but right Whoa. now it also stars that uh Anna de Armas who's like real hot right now and she's so the one was like, like what what has she been in for anybody as uh, like, she was, I can't find the fucking Yuzi channel what is going on here she was uh she played Marilyn Monroe in that in that movie that was on Netflix I think Blonde or whatever uh, she was in Knock Knock with Keanu Reeves. She was uh, in some big, huge blockbusters. Uh, she's got a new movie with uh, Captain America, Ghosted, that I've been seeing trailers for. She was in Knives Out. Uh, she was the maid. Um, Did she and, get nominated uh, for an... Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I have I no idea about that stuff. Um, but uh, she's like the it girl right now. And uh, it was a flawed movie when I worked on it. I mean, I thought it was... Just it was a small movie when I did it. I just did a couple days. Did you Got get that. the sense when you were making the movie? I mean, the reviews of it were like, I mean, it barely got no, released. I, listen, I didn't even read the script. Killed, right? I showed up. I did a couple things. I knew nothing about it. I had a trailer next to Keanu. I did get to meet Keanu and just tell him that I thought uh, The Breakfast Club is the worst 80s movie and River's Edge is the greatest 80s uh, teenage movie, and he thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I did have... An interesting story in the sense that uh, the makeup artist, the I was doing make uh, makeup effects. There was a makeup artist, and he was such a dick to me on set, and just kind of like rude to me. And uh, there was a time where I was working with my actor, and it was Keanu's close up, and I guess his the makeup artist was you know in the background talking, and Keanu yelled at the makeup artist, and I know. What? Oh, yeah, because it was his time, you know, and the guy wasn't paying attention. It was his close-up, and he's like, he, uh, I, I know Keanu's personal makeup artist, and he, Keanu had told that story to that makeup artist, like, hey, man, there was this other guy doing his job, 
you know, on top of it. And the guy was like on top of everything. And there my guy was just sitting chatting and behind the monitors. So I got a compliment from Keanu Reeves. Awesome. OJ, did you send this in a private chat? I did. I just saw that now. It's okay. You can you can scream it out. I, I well I wasn't going to interrupt Spears. He's in the middle of telling an interesting story. All right, sorry. Thank you, Brian, for because it took me ten minutes to find this. All right, here is uh, people talking about something that Ray Devito ordered the hit on Chad Zuma. Lie. Ray Devito did not order the hit. El Harible. And everyone is just totally ignoring it. Lie. He played this whole nice guy thing. I like everybody, but we saw him snap at the beginning of that MLC episode, and it was just obvious. Can you see that scar there? I do. Guess who gave me that? that? No, don't tell me. Ray, the Crusher DeVito. Yeah, or or as we know know him as Crusher Ray DeVito. That guy is a fucking animal. He did you hear what he did yesterday? Yeah, he jumped. He had two guys jump Chad Zumach. Oh my god! But but did you hear? But, but, did you hear what, else? Ray, what Ray did for breakfast? No. What he he, he was walking through a park and he seen a lady with the baby and he said and he goes, oh, oh that's a really adorable baby, no. and he picked it up and headbutted, called it the right. N word, and he spat in the woman's mouth. And he grabbed oh their tits and he bit one of them and he ran off with their underwear. And then he did a shooly show. What did Not he do true. for lunch? Which one of those things is the most offensive? True. I hope he was, uh, you know, eating vegan. Yeah, well. But uh, El Haribley, when you when you hear what Chad's, uh, what he's blaming it on. Right. Do you, uh, but basically, do you think there's anything to that or you just think it's paranoia? I have to say, I, I think it's paranoia, but I mean, if these guys really said, you know, you're in Kumia country or whatever the fuck they said, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I This whole thing just, there's nothing, there's nothing. Gussie uh, <laughs> Smollett, you're in Kumia country. And when the cops came, he had a noose still around his neck. It was insane. Exactly. Chad was just walking home with his Subway sandwich, his bag of Skittles, and his Arizona iced tea. And then he just ran into these two individuals who did him from behind. Um, I, I don't know. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot more questions than yeah. answers here. Can, can we it say? 15, it was 15, degree, 15 yeah. degrees somehow, too, in, uh, in Tampa. Yeah, plus, I don't know if we can say he was from behind. I think I he was going to say it sounded yeah. like he said he was. Yeah, let me fast forward. If you're just joining us and you're expecting to see the one too many commentary, uh, we screwed it up or I screwed it up and the audio was bad. So now we're just completely improvising. I wanted to run away in shame at the 10 minute mark, but Corndiff and OJ have convinced me to stay on. So I'm just playing clips from uh, the Husey podcast, which I thought was really informative, but I didn't prepare it beforehand. So we're flying blind here. But they had a really good conversation about this whole blood feud that's taking place involving Chad Zumach and various other entities. How am I the asshole? My children, said that. my ex-wife, Don't. I'm the dick now? I, I didn't say that. If Stevie Lou's not out of here, I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, speaking of uh, things getting better before they get worse, I want to thank you to my sponsors. Go see Scream 6. It's actually pretty fucking good. Uh, but I have to say, I don't think the Chad fell over drunk because 
the, the drunkest I've ever been, and I'm kind of uh, on it right now. And uh, <laughs> and the, the the fucking all the falls I've had, you you always put your hands up to somehow deflect your your beautiful face, as you can see here. Uh, El Horrible is so gorgeous that I legally told him, "You better to fucking cover up those cheekbones, or you're off the show." That's it. You're right. But uh, I, I definitely think he was jumped. But I've got to say, the 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 main thing about this Chad stuff is, I think this is the typical shit that comes from uh, podcast wars, and that people definitely cross the line making jokes. And Chad definitely like, uh, <laughs> like it was funny because it's so awkward. But when he threatened. April, like I, I can understand why you didn't find that funny. Like right. af- after I stopped whacking off thinking about it, I was like, I think he crossed the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but- I, I love Hughes. Some people Look, I don't ask other people to share my beefs. I don't ask other people to share my offenses. That's I, I understand. Yeah. He but- shared his kink though. He's sharing his kink with you right now. I hope you're okay with that. God yeah. bless him, right? Yeah. I should have sent Blur White the link. He's a <laughs> that, that that guy's getting nice hips, but with but I think that this the real problem that comes from this is that it's the listeners who then take it too far, and they might take these podcast wars of like, oh, you, you're not a Zumak fan, well fuck you, or, or you you like Kumia, fuck you, instead so, of just doing what I do and fast then for taking a back on the on the latrine and enjoy. The- this isn't a guy. Who- that's pretty normal. Uh, <laughs> is that is that who we're talking about? Though? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. him. I just but, know him as that. But would you say, uh, Aaron, that and obviously uh, it's was it was way more personal for you, so nobody's saying, "Oh, get over it." But uh, do you think that the the podcast wars, like with you and Chad, that it has gone too far? Yeah, I mean, I said that a couple weeks ago when I said, look, man, you know, it's one of those things where you can have this weird, stupid Internet pride where you go, no, I'm going to be the last one to say a thing or I'm going to be. If you look at a guy like Chad, you can see immediately this isn't a guy who just goes, all right, I'm bored. I'm done now. So if it's ever going to stop, you have to be the one to go, look, I have a fucking life. You know, I've got shit to do. I've got a show that I enjoy doing, you know, at what point is there a law of diminishing returns? Also, any shitting on Chad Zumok I was ever going to do was going to be based in his performance. I think I've made my point. There's literally a playlist on our channel where you can go see what I think of the comedic chops of Chad Zumok. So, uh, yeah, I I think um, I had no problem going, you know what? This got too hot. This got too serious. This got and also you know, Husey, being a wrestling fan, I what I didn't realize, because like April, we go out and we do stuff after the show's over. What we didn't know about this community of podcasts, those guys live the gimmick. And I don't. Like, I'm doing a show. I let it be known. I'm doing a show. I'm performing. And then I go off. I, I do my shit. Chad lives the gimmick. And like, I'm just, I, I can't do that. I've got too much shit to do to live the gimmick. So I, I have no problem uh, going, you know what? Yeah, it's one of us. One of us has to pump the brakes on this thing, and I have no problem with it being me. Yeah, because uh, I I think that because I I say this often, and people sort of laugh me off, but 
I think Chad is a funny bitty guy, but he has a he has a really bad habit of reacting to criticism with anger instead of comedy. So then it goes from being somebody busts his ball. I don't know. All right. So uh, that was people should go out. There's the title right there. Aaron Imholt on the controversial Chad Zumok feud from the Husey YouTube channel. Uh, the other thing I'll say right there, does anybody remember how Aaron and Steel Toe first got into making fun of Chad on a regular basis? I don't know that. Yeah. Um, so Chad went on uh, Who Are These Podcasts and it was a total flop and um, – I believe that was the genesis of Steel Toe watching the Chad on WATP and started busting his balls. Was it organized? That's my question, because from, from my memory of it, is Steel Toe kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I know they make fun of lol cows. I hate to see that term. Well, see, Steel Toe came man. out of nowhere. In I guess our... I guess going to ask Frank. Uh, all right. I, I just said that I just spoiled the punchline there. But Chad always accuses Frank Pellegrino of organizing other channels against him. Uh, there was interaction between Steel Toe and uh, Chrissy Mayer right before, I think, Steel Toe started going in at Chad. Was this a thing where they said, hey, you can get some page views if you make fun of this guy, Chad? Was, was Chad, in fact, you know, sometimes you're paranoid, but sometimes you're right. Is that what happened here? No, Steel Toe, the, he, he was he's new to us in the Dabbleverse and beyond, right? But he, Steel Toe, has had a following for a while. He built his own audience. I do think, yes, I mean, that's smart marketing. You're trying to build a show. You stumble into a whole other world of fans. And, you know, I think he tried to dabble. I don't think he really knew what he was getting himself into. And, um, yeah, he, he got in real deep and you know we've seen what has happened since he uh he made a lot of mistakes for the fans in the Dabbleverse. Yeah, i'm not the first one to say this but you know backing out of DabbleCon, i think was a huge that was new to me i didn't really take that as any type of slight but yeah el harigli um, voicing that I on was, cardiff's I podcast is new to me i was personally disappointed i was looking forward to meeting uh both Aaron and well, disappointed or, or thinking that he was just using the fan base and had no intentions because El Harible kind of made it, he, he positioned it as it was kind of uh, malicious. Uh, well, I think that was my interpretation of what El Harible said yesterday on the Cardiff electric podcast, but I could be wrong. Sure. No, I, I think that um, he, they probably were going to originally go and, you know, with all this Chad drama starting, I think he, he, he didn't want to show up in Rochester and then have Chad show up. And then I just don't think he wanted to be in that position. And again, I don't think he knew what he, what he was getting himself into in the dabble verse. And yeah, he probably was just, you know, obviously he definitely didn't said, know what he was getting into in terms good, of uh, I mean, this marketing though. You want to, you, if you know, he, he obviously was kind of interested in the dabble verse, found it amusing and like, Hey, let's try to get some of our, these fans over to us. And, uh, yeah, it, it worked. I, I, Aaron, I think they put on a good show. Like, you know, they get a lot of shit for their, their begathons. Uh, but, uh, 
the one thing I'll say, like they work hard. Like they're he's always on, he's putting on a show. It's entertaining. I personally, after all this stuff has happened, I've backed away from Steel Toe. I, I really don't watch anymore. But I think they're gonna be fine. I just uh don't think they have any place in the devil verse at all. Cardiff, did you want to weigh in there? I, uh, are you just dancing? <laughs> Mostly dancing, but I, uh, I, I, I do like Stilto. Um, I, I'm not sure about their future in the Dabbleverse, but um, I don't know. There's, it's, it's just everybody's been kind of picking sides lately, and it's just all weird right now. It seems. I was right. just, I was just thinking, like I like. Uh, NLO, nobody likes onions. That's brand new to me. And I've watched Steel Toe in the past. Is it possible to watch both and enjoy both to a certain extent? Or am I, think I it just... Is. You just you just can't talk about watching both and enjoying both. <laughs> As that was coming out of my mouth, I was getting prepared for that. It was like comments. we woke up one day in this bizarro world where, you know, we were all shitting on Chad and then one day Or shitting on Chad John, stuttering like, John. Well well no, John and Chad. And then you wake up one day, you go on Twitter, and people are, you know, praising Chad and shitting on Steel Toe and Gina Levy. Even you know, she had a comment about Steel Toe, and just like this whirlwind began. This is uh, and I think Chad, Chad had a, a sort of I don't I don't know. I'm just going to say it. He had a following in terms of his involvement with MLC. Uh, prior to to all this, you know, if you listen, I'm I'm only listening to Kevin Brennan probably since the pandemic started, but he did. I liked him and I like him uh, in that context, the role he plays uh, on that show. And I think there is a, there are people even before he started getting shit on and went to war with Aaron who did like him from that respect. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you guys, and this is just totally a hang conversation, according to Carl from WATP, the worst thing you can do on a podcast is just come in and talk about nothing. But again, we failed you. OJ particularly, because he's the tech guy. But we were supposed to have the one too many commentary and nobody could hear the audio. And you know what? There's but, someone in the chat. I wanted to say real quick, Adam, the man 69. Uh, I agree. You know, podcast. You let's catch up. Let's catch up with the chat right now. Let's pretend. This is a pretend radio show. I'm literally playing pretend radio in my basement. We also do pretend super chats because we're not monetized. Nor will we ever because we signed up for YouTube incorrectly. But wait, can I finish my thought to the one chatter right there? <clears throat> well, let me, let me, when we come to that chatter, okay, then you can get okay. it. So we have it within context. Gotcha. Also, maybe I'll do this audio only, as Kevin Brennan says, the, you know, the, if we don't read the chat. Can I, may I proceed? I am sorry. Go ahead. I'm just kidding, OJ. Bad at riffing. I'm predicting that Chad will end up shooting someone if his Patreon doesn't hit. 500 by 2025. Right, at least we got advance notice. Tim Downs, that was awesome. Tim Downs, dance, corn, dance. Bunch of emojis from Tim Downs. Thank you, corn, for dancing. Kinky Loco again. Ray is not guilty, Kinky Loco. How dare you? Tim Downs, I hope it was Ray. I guess I could I get that sentiment. Six Tree Man, Ray is the blood shark. Kinky Loco, Husey is hilarious. I agree. I love Husey, and I think he asks really good questions. And, that, and definitely go listen to that whole 47-minute segment. There's a lot. They get pretty in-depth in addition to the one-liners. Mikey Shitted, Rover Country. Tim Downs, hell yeah, I love Husey. Chairman Meow, Skittles and Arizona Iced Tea. That was very funny. 
that riff that uh, El Harible did about Chad's attack having Skittles and Ice D. Oh, there's B Dabbler right there. Tim Downs, B Dab. They're saying hi to each other. Uh, Mikey Shitted, thank you for defending my poor organization skills. He says that One Too Many was released with poor audio. So it's not my fault. It's the production company and Stuttering John, actually. Blue Mosaic, remember, Chad got so drunk and in trouble with the police at Mark Norman's bachelor party. Oh, yeah. Was that in Florida? B. Dabbler, again. Tim Downs, again. Freaking Husey from Tim Downs. Don Orca from Tim Downs. I agree. He isn't funny. Clout chasing. Wow, there's a lot of comments here. Oh my God. Sorry. I had a new respect for Aaron. I'm not, I get, sorry, Kinky Loco. I, I'm getting, I didn't realize there were that this many. Kinky Loco says they were covering John. This is about Steel Toe. Started getting shit for copying Carl and Shuley. So they announced they'd go after the B team of Chad and Tony Michaels. Hmm. All right. Where's this comment you're talking about? I can't find it. Are you making it up, OJ? No. There's All right. What comment comments. is it? What's the name? Where is it? Uh, there's still a lot man. more comments. After oh my that. god! Sorry, I didn't realize all this is here. All right, go ahead. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead and uh, react to whatever you want to react to. Oh sure, let me find it again. Uh, it was Adam the Man Sixty Nan. He says, "I don't think any of you work hard. Podcasting isn't exactly tough work." And I think that has to do with me saying that Aaron works hard at uh, his show. You know, and I agree that podcasting. You know, it isn't the hardest job in the world, but the amount of time that he puts into it, I mean, the guy is on, he's a workhorse being online and doing a show. So no matter what you do in as a job, it does become work at some point and it will weigh on you and it can be hard as far as, um, what am I trying to say? I'm a, I'm a little stress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Corndiff. Well, I'll but, say that uh, there's different uh, levels. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm not saying it's like a hard job like construction or something like that. It definitely is not podcasting. This is, I have fun. I think we all have fun doing this. So at the end of the day, it's, it's a fun thing to do. So I, I get what you're saying, uh, Adam, but uh, that's all I meant. It's yeah, very I, much I, an, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, it's very much a no guarantees type of path, and I respect them for sticking to it and putting in the work to make it work for them. So Yeah, I think Steeltoe's trying to, he's trying to you know, put food on his table and through this medium. There's a big difference between what he's doing and what I'm doing right now. Right? And I, you know what? I'm just I, an I, idiot I, in my I, basement, nobody, <laughs> fan talking about I, this shit i want to say i'm not and i never was a fan of their their begathons that they do i i, I never it, it's very cringy to me I, I think that if they got away from that part of the show it would be a great show uh but uh yeah i'm not i'm i never was a fan of uh like i say call it the begathon adam the man 69 a damn the man 69 says yeah it was just a thought it's not coal mining but it takes more effort than a shitty podcast would yeah agreed beloved chatter all of you are starting to scare me chad steeltoe bob shuley cardiff etc are all characters that any of you claim to really know them is more scary 
than 1,000 Zumox. <laughs> there Thank is you, truth. Beloved Jana. There is truth to that comment. You know, there's, of course, when, you know, if you listen to Howard Stern every day driving, driving to work or, or, or driving to, uh, you know, commuting to college, like I did, you start to form opinions. You start to think that you really know the people you're hearing on your car radio. That is definitely a thing, right? Uh, the difference now in 2023 is that we all have the ability to hop on and share our obsessive nature with these shows, our thoughts, right? Yeah, it's fucking weird. There is, you're making me think about my life choices, beloved chatter. Why am I in here in my basement instead of spending time with my family? The fact is I tried to get off 11 minutes in, but I can't. So now we're stick here, stuck here. For me, the begging is insufferable. This is a damn, the man again. I can't stand to watch Aaron at yeah, all I now. Yeah, I never could stand that. I just, uh, I just so cringy. Beloved chatter, still toe is easy to ignore. I managed to watch 11 minutes of his stream and couldn't believe how crappy it was. Wow. The radio voice bugs me, according to Adam, the 60 Nan. I just like to say that. Other people my age love that, but I can't stand it. Oh. Yeah, I mean, my first impression of Steel Toe was, yeah, somebody who was the only radio, morning radio I could listen to was Howard Stern, right? And Howard Stern taught us to hate all other morning radio DJs, right? Even before Jocktober, that was the the attitude that Howard Stern instilled in weirdos like myself and Brian Spears, and I'm sure OJ of a certain age. And right? me too, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. so first being exposed to Steel Toe, I was like, this guy is a, re I want to strangle this guy, but he sort of won me over. Uh, but isn't and that, and he said nice things about us. But also, isn't that why we're here? Is we, you know, you you fall in love, like you become that audience. Fall in you, love, just go with your first one. You, you, you well, get invested in love. these shows, like that's the thing. Like that's why I'm digging the Chad stuff because I'm digging that if it is real life, it is a storyline. I'm just going for pure entertainment, and like, of course. Like the Stern world means something to me because, yeah, I listened for so long and know the people in it. So, yeah, I don't know any of them. It and gets I don't to the point. I mean, it's so crazy when we think about this. We are judging other people based on where they align themselves in terms yeah. of listening to a podcast. Like, yeah, that is insane that I've just said it out loud. I was lucky enough to go to the Stern show years ago, like up to the studio. And my whole thing was I did it after hours because I didn't want to you know, meet any of those people because it would have been weird. To, like it would have made it, you know, I'm never going to be friends with any of them. You know what I mean? Like, so it kind of, I didn't want to break that wall there. So I, I just remember like, that's the whole reason I'm, you know, it, it kills time. I mean, don't, don't people get invested in movies and TV in their music. So we are all into that stuff. Cherokee girl says, this is talking yeah, about see, Aaron. Gabler brings this up. It's in he, the chat. And he brought, he brought all brought the things we hate about radio to YouTube. Uh, what do you say? What a B dabbler. I hate Billy. Crystal yeah, he this mentioned day. this on a show a couple weeks ago, and I thought this is exactly that. I mean, I was the same You're way. I didn't listen to Owen comment. I don't know when you say this, what are you referring yeah. to? That okay, so B dabbler says, I hate Billy Crystal to this day because of Stern, and I have no idea why to this day. And that's why I probably never listened to Owen A because they were the competition same. to Stern. Yep, I agree. Same with me. Like, I had a couple buddies that were big into Owen A, but I was such a Stern guy. and there's no way I would uh, leave Stern and go, you know, betray him. 
Yeah, yeah like even in the afternoon, them. they weren't even against each other. Like in New York, they were. It was an afternoon show, and I was like, "Hey, I'm loyal to this guy." It's the same way. We all have our like. What about sports guys? They all have their love of their team, and they stick with their team. Yeah. Good oh point. yeah, sports radio—that's a whole other level of insanity. Beloved Chatter says it's fun to talk about, but let's not pretend to know the deep inner motivational and value systems of people based on which CGI vegetable they most like. That brings me to another, the other thing going on in this Steel Toe versus Chad versus NLO world here. Like one of Steel Toe's moderators, he kept mentioning his moderator and how she was like handling people on Twitter. And I automatically felt like, oh, that's not, you're kind of like, it was, and he wasn't, he didn't mean to use her as a human shield, I don't think, but I felt bad because she's going to start to get that moderator would get huge blowback. And I guess she has since sort of tapped out or at least allegedly tapped out or appears to have tapped out. I think that's where it could really start to get weird. And you know, like, I'm, random I'm, people I'm, are getting, her name is little Lemmy. And well, and, I didn't want to say her name got, well, you know what? That's I didn't uh, want to bring more attention to her No, because she's, she's tapped out. I thought she was saying like, Hey, I like little Lemmy and was she trying to be circumspect no no she hasn't tapped she she hasn't tapped out as far as like being around she she has a twitch stream and um she's tapped out as far as this whole steel toe thing and uh her and mothering jay have seemed to make up on twitter because i know they were having a, a beef for like a week or whatever that was right and i'm happy to see that because uh i like both of them i was an ona fan yeah not to yeah I, I remember when ONA came on NEW and it was like, you could, I, I, I felt guilty listening to them driving in my car each day, commuting to whatever to go freaking clean out a bathroom, whatever I was doing at that time. But they won me over, right? Because I was so brainwashed by, you know, anyway. Uh, let's see here. Blue Mosaic. I never watched Stern or, o or ONA. I'm, <laughs> I never watched Stern or ONA. I'm a purist. Chad is simply entertaining in a crazy way. Like Brendan Schaub type. Oh, okay. That's a that, great point. It's that's, interesting to hear. That's that's kind of how I feel about this whole thing. Yeah, that it's just fun to watch. So, so is Chad a is Chad a locale? I'm not comfortable with that term. What like, is? I mean, yeah, because I don't know what, what it means. Mean? I, I'm a boomer, I guess. Do you I not mean, somebody? A boomer, yeah, you're a Gen Xer. You know what I mean. I guess so. I, I guess he is. People are what saying stuff about him. I guess that makes him a lol cow. I don't know. I don't know what based means. I don't know what uh, spurge. What are these terms that people use? Oh, I don't. I don't know what that stuff means. Spurg. Spurg. You see? Well, yeah, I mispronounce it. That's Aspergers. Oh, so when they spur. Oh, okay, Kinky Loco. I've had Steel Toe fans attack me on Twitter months ago when I teased Aaron about something innocuous they are way too quick to involve themselves in this nonsense okay but again kinky that goes to back to what we were just talking about the you know when you're loyal to a show and you know you feel like you're way more part of the team than you really are to the point you're attacking chad zumok possibly right well like so we're saying that could maybe there is some truth i, you know? I mean here's another thing like i'm a huge was a huge stern still at you know a stern fan I never called into the show, you know, and I was like, guy, I was up at like 555 only in the morning. lunatics call into the show. So couldn't you argue that, <laughs> okay. you know, the only people posting and, and, you know, doing all that are lunatics in the sense. We're all lunatics. Yeah. Like, I'm equal. just saying, what, I guess that's what's great about this stuff. It's all equal. They're all just some of us with double chins are like, I'm going to I'm going to go on camera. 
show this off once a week. Kinky Loco, Aaron had to tell them I was joking before they stopped. That's not good. Uh, Mr. Be Nice responding to OJ's lolcow comment. Am I pronouncing that correctly? I don't even know. Or is it L-O-L? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but he's our lolcow. Medieval fool rules. Kinky Loco. Yeah, I get it. I'm loyal to WATP. You don't see me to everyone like who calls Carl Acumia ball washer. <laughs> Do I, all right, Eric, let's end on this. It's been an hour of chaos. I want to thank Corndiff and OJ because at the end of the day, you guys bailed us out. I just would have immediately turned this off and done 11 minutes. Maybe that was the better thing to do. And again, I want to publicly apologize to uh, God, Jesus, the United States of America and the internet for having the one too many commentary and then having the audio too low. That is, I'll take full responsibility for that. And I am shamed. And if there's a way we'll I can get it together, home, well, you, you could send me, you could send me the clip. We'll get the audio up and we'll reschedule this for anybody that tuned in to see. Maybe it's not meant to be. Maybe John's one too many it. commentary on his movie. Then uh, no, it's meant to be. We're going to do this. Maybe it should be that people more talented then me and Spears should be doing this. Maybe this is Cardiff El Harib. Maybe we should send it to them. This is a sign you put yourself, from God. I tell you this off air all the time. You put yourself down way too much. I think people really enjoy it. Look at, we got you the, do. the beloved Chattas. They come in, they, they interact. They, they like you, man. I think there's more people here. A damn the six, a, a damn the man 60 Nan. April is like, Quote, okay, I'm going to kill a deer for dinner tonight, unquote, while Aaron is talking to his friends on Zoom. That's funny. That is true, too. That's why it's funny. OJ killing it lately. Yeah, OJ's uh, bailing us out. But uh, what I wanted to ask, Mr. Be Nice, got to learn to roll with it, act like you meant to do it, and move on. Oh, so it's pathetic to keep going back to it. Okay, I appreciate that. But I thought maybe there's people in here when they're seeing the title, and then they're like, what the fuck is this? It's not what the title says. So I just keep bringing it up. To, it's kind of like when you check traffic at the top of the hour, right? If this was like, hey, we're going to Roz and the traffic well, copter. For the for for the future, you know, you could always change the title during the stream. Oh, I didn't know that. Tim Downs, except top left. Who's that guy? On my screen, I'm on the top left. Maybe you're talking to Brian Spears. Brian Spears and I are lifelong friends. Brian does special effects makeup for movies and television and all that good shit. He's on IMDb. And uh, he knows a lot about Stern, although he's grumpy. He's an insufferable bastard, so his opinions are his own. But, okay, Dabbleverse was the end. I'm sorry, not Dabbleverse. Fuck. Dabblecon was the end of the Dabbleverse. It was the last time all these different listener groups, WATP, Uncle Rico, Howard Stern, ONA, Chrissy Mayer to some extent, all these different fan bases came together one last time, and now we've all retreated back to our respective programs and are now migrating to either, either other, even other programs such as Nobody Likes Onions. Is there any truth to that? We, we, we felt the cracks, because the Dabbleverse was a, was a united place around Stuttering John. It didn't matter what you listened to or how you came into it. We were all united around the Stuttering John podcast, and I feel like that's gone. Am I right I think, or wrong? I think the Dabbleverse is like a roach, and it's going to take more than John's foot to, to kill it. <laughs> I feel like the Dabbleverse has been growing. It's it's with John's 
you know, being gone, look at all this shit that's been going on. I mean, there's a lot of shit that's been going on. Yes, there's a lot of infighting and all this. I think when John returns, I think a lot of it will, it will leave a lot of that. I think that there's, there's still going to be some infighting. But when John re- does return, which I do believe he will, I think that it will reunite a lot of us and focus back on John where our focus should be. All right, let's end with a Blue Mosaic's comment saying, special effects, referring to my lifelong friend. Is he in Tampa? <laughs> I was only there at the beginning of the week. You were there, yeah. You and the guy from Stoney's got together. <laughs> uh, but Brian did say, I mean, in, in an episode, I don't know, maybe it was a year ago, maybe it was a couple of days ago, Cardiff asked whether that looked like some type of makeup appliance on uh, Chad's eye. And Brian, you had said there were certain details when you were looking at it that said, no, that cannot be. No, it's just. We all know was, now it's not because it's yeah. obviously changed every day. But what was your. Because a lot of people thought it was like an Instagram. Well, filter when he turned sideways, like, and you saw the swelling, like that was, you know, I could fake the coloring. Also, I'll say this, like, you know, that would cost some money. And I don't think Chad has very much money. Like, I would not just walk down there and do that for, like, oh, I just. That's cool to meet Chad. Plus, the other big thing, it had an eyelash underneath the swollen eye. That's like a dead giveaway because that's so extra. Like you're, you're hiding behind the microphone. There you go. There you go. It, it's just People it was an added you're, you're piece, just that, just that extra eyelash and just that swelling. You just, you know, you're not going to recreate that with a makeup. Spears, you know, I, I would love to see you make a Chad Zumach Halloween mask with the with the swollen eye. The no ears and the missing upper lip. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, but by the time I make that, it will. Uh, Chad will have left. You know, this might be twenty twenty five, and he's in jail for killing somebody. No, hey, fans. come on now. <laughs> no, I'm gonna defend Chad. No, stop that. Edit that out, Blue Mosaic. <laughs> Brian, let me ask you though: if you were to do that, and you don't have to share this, what would that cost to do that? Oh, I mean, I'd probably on. charge, for, you know, first off, you need a life cast. I mean, you're looking at five grand. A life cast is when you put the thing over his yeah, head. You, and you, all you have to what... get a copy of his face. You know, generically, you could do this cheaper, you know, but if I'm, I'm going to also want to make a profit, you know what I mean? And that's not a huge profit, but, you know, it's it's something also. Then you got to go apply it before he does these shows. Then you've got to like there's too much work involved, like, I'd have, you know. I know I what what am I going to stay in Chad's extra refrigerator for the weekend? So I don't necessarily know I could actually. You, do, how you do know. you know that Chad has an extra refrigerator? Oh, you don't you okay. guys watch MLC? Oh, man? That's a, look you at know, you pulling. Come on. I, I, it's a callback. Wow. We have pulled um, Spears in. That's the you know. Listen, guys, I'm I don't know much about the Dabbleverse. I know about Brennan Stern, which pisses off OJ. Don't say that. You can't say I'm that. Sorry, I'm sorry. You're using the wrong. I, listen, I watch. Me off though. I, I watch. Uh, I watch be dabbler and i watch cardiff so i i just don't invest don't 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 even say it don't you don't okay. have you don't have to def- you don't have to define it and i don't, you don't have to define it. this is a safe space so you know what and now that i'm thinking about it spears you have been saying this for a, a while now that you're not in this you're not i like the fighting i like the fighting i like that chad is like i hated him he stole credit cards listen chad if he was genius would just say hey guys i'm an idiot i stole all this stuff listen, i did I all the these wrong things I did all these wrong Not things. Anonymous I'm sorry. And then maybe everyone would have respect for him. It's just that he's like, oh, we talked about this. We talked about the credit card. We talked about it's like, no, Chad, you didn't say anything, and everything you're saying is untrue. 
So he is a liar and he is a con man. He's a grifter, whatever you guys want to say. But it is so awesome. Like, it's awesome. He showed up extent. with a black eye and that was three days. People I was are gray. I, There's no black and white. I was on set, so I could, you know, I can't really watch Kevin Brennan live like on a film set. You know, I'd be canceled in two seconds. But uh, I'm on a set. I can't watch any of this. And I'm getting texts from Carlos here like, oh, did you hear, you know, Chad's got a black eye. I was dying to hear. Hey, all don't this. tell people what I'm texting you. Well, you were <laughs> informing me that like, hey, look, this is what's going on in the universe today. So I appreciate the heads up, but I couldn't listen to any of this. I was dying on Thursday and Friday just to hear all this stuff. It was G if it is just for listening, like purposes, I don't care, you know, all the infighting between the, the, these, uh, you know, steel toe WATP, as long as it's funny and like steel toe is somewhat, not fighting with WATP. I just want to, well, I just meant out. like all the fighting between someone will these spurg. Is that, did I say it was spurge? Someone will spurge on us. <laughs> if we get that incorrect so he's not spooge. like it's just that i don't care about all that i just want to see guys argue on the radio to me that's the greatest to me stern was never good when he had the naked woman on set on on in studio it was when he yelled at baba booey yeah I baba booey baba booey you know, like, that like, is what made Stern great. I totally agree. And that's, that is what's kind of We cool. all hated working. Yeah. It was somebody was out there championing the workman. You know, I mean, yeah. listen, Stern went, you know, wherever he is in this new world. But, you know, listen, it was never, I never wanted to hear that he ate at Nobu. I wanted to hear starring John walk in and say, hey, did you see Gary walk around at my party with it following his kids the whole day while his wife sat and drank wine? That's the genius of the show. It's the arguments. It's the fights. It, you know, now listen to what makes this a little scarier now is is somebody really getting hurt. It's not worth getting hurt for. But I mean, come on, don't we all love that Chad got punched? They're secretly even the guy that like I'm no. sorry. It's yes, I do, in the sense Speaking that for if, myself. If, if it's no violence. If, if, if one of the guy I don't like the violence, but if some guy's gonna get hit, all right, Chad got hit. He stole an old man's credit card. You know, I, I can justify that a little bit. Which, for the record, was adjudicated. He did his quote unquote time. There was no jail time served. Yeah, but, but he could just take he be a man and say I did it. to the law. Just be a man and say I did it. That's all. And then I would I would have I would have more respect for him. Again, I love Chad. I think he's amazing. I'm um ML MLC. He's the he's I actually MLC got a little long on the tooth for me just because he's, you know, on too much. This whole Chad thing rejuvenated the show for the last couple of days. All right, I've expended all my energy today, guys. I, 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 I want to say this about to, uh, to Spears. Though. Let's do I closing think, remarks, Brian, for Obnoxious John and then Corndorf. We'll do our closing remarks. Go okay. ahead, OJ. I think that Spears is, you know, now part of the devil verse. I know he keeps saying that, oh, I don't really know this. But, dude, you do. You've been following I know, I do, but I don't like – there's certain shows that I don't love. There's certain shows that I don't like, and that's going to keep – you know, I'm always going to be – well, same Judge. here. I don't watch everything. I, I'm I, I'm not an avid avid uh, MLC. I don't watch that. I I just started watching Chad a little bit again just because of this whole incident. But yeah, I mean, uh, being a dabbler is just that. You dabble in this and you dabble in that, and uh, you are officially a dabbler, my friend. Uh, well, then I think well coming from you, OJ, I, I I'm honored to accept that position. No, this podcast is dabbler adjacent. I just want to say we are dabbler adjacent. Also, I do think the best part of all of this dabbler verse is guys like 
like an OJ or Corn Diff. The not so much the polished radio guy. It's it's the guys that are making the content. You know, it's the guys True. in their basement to me that are the real heroes of this Dabbleverse. I, I don't get. All right, some of these podcasts have really good production, right? Right. This, I'm, I'm in my fucking basement on Streamyard, I, and I can't even get that to work as we've seen, right? I'm sorry, I don't mean to bring that up again. But I'm seeing some of these other the podcasts when they go out or they go after each other, they comment about how their 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 like background doesn't look good or they don't like this and that, and it's like. Well, motherfucker, if you came to me and I was hiring you for a job based on the way you're dressed, I wouldn't hire you there. Like, we need to have, I don't like the standard, like, the way your podcast looks, I don't know, that's not really a big deal to me. That seems like the spurging. Is that in, how, in, a, in a world where everyone has green screens. Yeah, right. I just think that's weird, too. I like the, the. I right. like to look at backgrounds, you know that's what I mean? It's a weak I insult, I guess I'm saying. It's a weak insult when you're criticizing another podcast in that respect. Who? I mean, come on, this is public access. It's blogging. You know what I mean? We but all that's have access. That's the beauty of it. That is, the, is, that is the great technical innovation of the modern day is that anybody can have a, a show, right? As that a journalist true, in a dying know, industry, thanks to all these motherfuckers who do blogs and whatever. And But if you don't put out good content or, you storming know, there's the aren't going to be people that. watching. You know, there's a lot of people that streamed for years and have like five people a night watching. So. It is true that anybody could do this, but not everybody is entertaining at it. Corndiff is entertaining. I love, by the way, since we're doing our closers, Corndiff, I love when you have the eccentric kind of guests like Chad and uh, Gino. The last guy you had was a really good interview, but I just feel like – I think the theme of having these goofier guests on is work so much better. So oh, I, I forgot can, who was your last guest? Was that Johnny? Cr- Johnny Crutches. Okay, I Johnny forgot about Crutches. that. Great interview, but it, it, just not as memorable as a Chad or Gino. So, if just my own opinion, if you could get more people like that, it's it's fantastic. I love Thank that because you. you make those people entertaining for me. I'm not a big fan of Chad, and I'm not a big fan of Gino. But uh, watching you interview them, you did great. It was awesome. I appreciate it. Corn, do you have anything uh, you want to plug or anything you want to say or anything you want to react to? Because I know we're sort of blabbing. And I love you. You're like kind of the laid back. That's why it makes you such a good interviewer. You oh. are the rare podcaster because I know I don't do this. Like when Brian was going on and OJ was going on, I wasn't listening to anything they were saying. You know, and it's probably reflected in how I respond. But you seem to actually listen to your guests. Which is I, not easy. I just, I worry so much that I'll say something stupid. So I, I, I overthink things through about like three different times and then I process. I'm not, I'm not really in like deep thought or anything. You're giving me too much credit. Um, no, but, you're good at sticking to the script. Well, thank Very you. good at that. Thank you. I depend on it, actually. <laughs> um, uh, closing thoughts. I, I feel like Chad had it coming. <laughs> Just because of this one story, I remember him telling where he pushed a kid off of his scooter outside oh, of a grocery yeah. store. Yeah. And I remember that because that was around the same time Opie was talking about his kid being on his scooter all the time. And I, I wanted to stir some shit up there, but I never did. Uh, just kind of like ask Opie, uh, hey, what would you have done if that was your kid? Chad knocked off the scooter. And just, But it, it stood out as a very shitty thing for an, an adult to do. And I think people like that occasionally just get punched in life. And could it have been 
if that even indeed happened, the kid's father coming looking for Chad and paying him back. That's a that's that's a theory. Uh, yeah, I, I like that one. I like that. All right, we're gonna end it now, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much to all uh, the chats. I do appreciate people coming here, watching, and participating. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to Corndiff. It's a pleasure to finally meet you virtually. Is this the first time Corndiff has been on Insufferable Bastards? Yes. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you to OJ for suggesting Corndiff as a guest. It all worked out well. Thank you, OJ. And OJ, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, and I'd just like to shout out to B Dabbler. If you're not subscribed to B Dabbler, go subscribe to El Horrible. He's at B Dabbler on YouTube and Twitter. Absolutely. I endorse Dabbler Be Dorable as well. Brian, as always, see you later. Bye. <laughs>